0: Welcome back to New Rockstars. This is The Big Question, the show that gives you too much information about why you should never trust a different version of yourself from a different reality, because who knows what their real intentions might be. I would never trust me, no. I'm just too irresponsible. I don't <laughs> trust myself in this reality. Exactly, that's what I'm saying, Brandon. My name is MT and I'm here today with the off-screen producer, Brandon. What's going on, Brandon? Hello,
1: MT, not much going on. I'm so excited to dive into Big Question with you again this week. I can't believe I'm back again. I'm being on screen too much. They're gonna, they're gonna take away my title. Hey.
0: There's, there's no such thing as too much branding, oh, okay? Tell that tell that to my wife, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brandon, hit me with that big question, alright?
1: Alright, let's do it, MT. Okay, so at the end of Loki, we're finally introduced to He Who Remains. Right. And it's been confirmed 100% that it's it's a version of Kang the Conqueror, right? I, I, I just have so many questions about this, and it looks like he's gonna be the next big bad in the MCU, right? He's gonna be in tons of properties. He's gonna be this guy we fight at the and so that guy's thinking about this week's big question you know just how powerful is kang like where does he fit in amongst all these powerful bad guys? And people from the comics.
0: Well, I think it's time to put some respect on Kang's name. Let's do way. it. Yes, please. <laughs> to get an understanding of just how powerful Kang is, we're going to look at some of his various exploits in the comics. Because there have been many variants of Kang that have appeared in the Marvel comics over the years, such as, you know, my boy Rama tut mm. Egyptian god. Um, even though it's cultural appropriation, mm, mm, not you nice know, Kang. That's classic. That's classic. Classic white people. Classic shit, you know. white people shit. Like... <laughs> you got me
1: we didn't get a chance to conquer back then let's go back and fix it you know what i mean
0: (laughs) oh my god um then we have Amortis, of course and then we have mr griffin and your boy the strongest version of kang kangaroo the conqueror let's not forget him (laughs) kangaroo the Um, conqueror oh yes he's literally the strongest version he'll he'll kick everybody's ass i hope we get i hope we see that in the mcu because if we have a thanoscopter why not why not and of course iron lad just to name a few and i put a, i put out a video last week explaining some of these variants and how they could appear in upcoming mcu titles so please check that out after you watch this of course because yeah we're talking about how powerful kang is and you don't want to miss out okay jeez <laughs> um, but it's also important to remember that with any character that appears in the comics over the decades powers and abilities tend to vary wildly depending on who's mm. like writing the story and what is needed for the narrative arc and also villains tend to lose in the end because you know it's comic books and heroes have the ultimate plot armor yeah so. they're always
1: making the villains lose like come on guys let's let a villain i know like what the now, heck's man. up with that like especially like old comics from like the 60s it's always like oh yeah the villain just like i
0: forgot to turn my stove off at home <laughs> or my favorite is like freaking um during the, the thanos copter thing when he's like fighting hellcat or whatever he's just like oops i yeah. dropped the
1: cube yeah 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 <laughs> I mean it just that, drops the cue <laughs> There's that like classic uh is the old Fantastic Four cartoon when Magneto's like, "Bah, that gun was made of wood." What?
0: That's why your power didn't work. Okay, but let's talk Kang. Let's do one it. thing all the Kangs have in common is that they are generally normal human beings. Like they don't possess any superpowers naturally, except for their genius-level intellect, mm. of course, because that's the greatest superpower of all knowledge the more saying, you know The more you know the <laughs> more you know where are your kids seven o'clock where are your kids i don't know i hope uh... <laughs> I... jesus i hope i don't have any kids right that'd be terrible <laughs> someone was like hey where are your kids empty like you had kids I'm like i had no idea i'd be like that's Whoops. a
1: variant that's another reality another. <laughs> get out of here
0: there's a mori show for like are you the father? <laughs> like the several variants of like, who is the father? But um, also since Kangs come from the 31st century, they do have a longer lifespan in mm. general, thanks to the advancements in medical technology. Because as technology advances, so does medicine, and people live longer. That's just how things go, and that's the basic advantage that every Kang comes equipped with. Okay. But they all use that genius level intellect to add a few special features. Because mm. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean if um, I'm super
1: smart, I'm going to find ways to exploit that to take
0: over places. Exactly. Yeah. I mean why wouldn't you? I mean why 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 not just like, you know, benefit the world, you know? No, nope, no,
1: nope, no. Nope. My nature as a white male is to take over the world the <laughs> best I can.
0: Oh my god, too too real, too real. Too real. I'm going to get burned in the comments. Oh, God. Hey, man, you're just speaking the truth, dog. I appreciate I appreciate you, dog. And when it comes to nerdy shit like engineering and physics, especially in the realm of time travel, Kang's big brain makes him a huge Mm. threat. Like, he often uses some sort of fancy chair to travel through time, or sometimes even a freaking sphinx, like a whole sphinx thing from Egypt. He uses that to travel through time sometimes. But in the MCU, they will probably relate his time-traveling abilities to the quantum realm, because... That's where all that shit goes down. I remember.
1: I remember when that uh, uh, we first saw like the void in in Loki MT. You were like yeah. so excited to see the Sphinx because like does <laughs> it? He, yes. Like, Ramatat like travels through the Sphinx is like a time machine, right?
0: Exactly. And like when I saw that, I was like, "Yo, that's probably an <laughs> old time machine that's crazy. that one of the Kangs used like during the World War Kang." And like you know that, or maybe that's the time machine that he remains used to use. Mm. Who knows? But yeah, because Tank can time travel, he has access to technology across all of time. Mm. This means that he can pull up whatever super weapon he may need to defeat whoever stands in his way. Because it's like he just he has everything, like the whole time stream that he can just pluck technology from. So he's like, hmm, you know what would work. Uh, a death ray from the year 6000. I mm. need that for this for this particular thing. So he just grabs it. It's really great. I would love that. For example, Rama Tut, the king who took over ancient Egypt, had something called an ultra diode gun. Mm. This weapon could drain the hero of their superpowers and take away a target's free will. And if you were paying attention to last week's big question, you already know that there's no free will anyway so you know who cares there's who no who free cares? will oh no
1: no <laughs> oh, no
0: that was such a fun big question with me and jess if you haven't checked it out please check it out oh it's boy like, we get it we dive into mcu free will it's really interesting it doesn't exist and as we saw with he who remains kang knows what happens across the timeline so he can use this information to a tactical advantage And he can learn the history and the future of any foe he is going to face and then use that information against them because again why why wouldn't you if yeah. you know what's gonna happen in the future and you can get some intel duh yeah if you were um. like I could, I could like go to my when my boss was
1: like a kid and getting picked on in school and be like <laughs> and find out what his weakness was and then come back and be like yeah exactly. I know I know that you peed your pants in fourth grade
0: Goo. I know you're allergic to peanut butter and so he's like no he's a, scoop of peanut, of peanut <laughs> he a scoop of peanut butter he started with a scoop of peanut butter like you better give me a raise bitch better give me that raise <laughs> Do you think there's ever been like a villain, like a major villain
1: in any comic who had like a very simple allergy, and he was like, "Gee, you know, like it's just like a, a, the Joker being like, I hope no one finds out that I'm allergic to latex. Oh boy, right. <laughs> not surgical gloves. Like a Red Skull's got irritable bowel syndrome. He's just like, oh, not spicy foods, and like he just
0: kills anybody who finds that. Right, right? Yo, he know too much. The waiter at P.F. Chang's just gets killed immediately. You go to a Taco Bell, it's like, none of you guys are going to make it. I'm so sorry. (laughs) This taco is too spicy. You are failing me. It'd be hilarious if Red Skull had like a lactose intolerance, but like he just, he just didn't want to admit it. He just kept on eating milk. This ice cream is delicious.
1: (laughs) I cannot stop. (laughs) I need to powder my nose. You don't have a nose.
0: Just tell me what the bathroom is. I wonder if. If he can even taste because he has no nose. Oh, I mean, that's
1: next week's big question. MT, don't get ahead of yourself.
0: <laughs> right? Can the okay. Red
1: Skull taste?
0: Okay, so Loki and Sylvie weren't able to land a blow on him until the very end because he knew every move that they were going to make. Right, right. He was always dodging out of the way because he's like, I already saw this. If you're fighting in, in like an omniscient, bad guy Mm -hmm. like they're they're gonna have a a one-up on you but
1: that's also hard too because like you know we've all played dance dance revolution and it's like even (laughs) though you know the song 50 times it's still hard to get the moves right every time it's It's true
0: like kang must have like a really big brain if you can memorize like everything got that photographic memory dog yeah Kang. he sounded tough he sounded tough you're convincing me mt well i'm glad um and most Kangs choose to wear a battle suit that gives them increased strength and endurance and the Kang that prances around as iron lad even has his own iron man-esque suit that gives him the additional ability to fly and shoot energy blasts from his hands
1: so that's that suit the traditional suit that we see kang wearing like the green and purple with like the blue face that's like a power suit exactly like kang doesn't actually have a blue
0: face like, the blue face comes from his suit that he puts on.
1: It doesn't look like a very powerful suit. It looks like a jumpsuit. But I guess it's strong. Oh, yeah. It's future technology, right?
0: Future. You know, it was back in the day. So, like, they had, like, interesting <laughs> ideas of what futuristic suits would look like. In
1: the, in the 31st century, they're going to wear very baggy clothes.
0: Yeah, very baggy, uh, green and what's it, purple, <laughs> with purple with some blue <laughs> with face. Blue like, face. that's going to be the style. That's what all the kids are going to wear. Baby. Yo, honestly, this seems like some. I feel like this is Kanye's doing. Hey, bruh, bruh, you stopped
1: it, alright? You stopped it, alright? Mm, this is Kanye's mm. influence on the world. Can he had those like big, puffy suits, right? <laughs> he wore those on like, SNL when he was bouncing God around.
0: would 110 percent mm. wear Kang's entire outfit. What's what the you,
1: name of your clothing line? We don't know. Do you think like, Kanye's a Kang? Mm, could be.
0: Kanye. <laughs> Kanye. <Ken-yay>. Oh
1: boy. <laughs> Mm, copyright kenya
0: confirmed but okay let's take a look at some of the foes kang has faced in the comic books to get an idea of just how powerful the man is and let's start off with kang versus the avengers because kang has faced the avengers on multiple occasions in the marvel comics and usually the avengers of course come out on top of the end because comics, but on one occasion, Kang was able to get them to surrender the entire planet! Whoa. The entire planet, Brandon!
1: Do, do they have the authority to do that? Did they take a vote? <laughs> they surrendered the planet?
0: Yeah, I think they called every country like, hey, you good with us surrendering <laughs> the entire planet? It's like, oh yeah, it's totally fine, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, I just wanted to check. Alright. <laughs>
1: I'm sure they had their reasons. I'm sure they had their reasons.
0: <laughs> because during the Kang Dynasty, or Kang Wars comics run in 2001, Kang had his armies attack the planet in multiple occasions as part of his devious plan and he even wiped out the entire population of washington dc which is kind of crazy that's a lot of people
1: i mean some of them can go some of the politicians <laughs> i'll say it
0: no seriously you all suck am i right actually I don't right? say i don't want get arrested no no please no, take no, that out nsa that. Can... nsa we're, we're we're just joking around nsa no but and he was so successful in his scheme that the avengers wound up signing the declaration of surrender Ooh. which is the exact opposite of what benjamin franklin the boys yeah, did yeah. back in the day and in the end kang is betrayed by his son marcus because you can never trust a marcus i mean <laughs> Marcus, just yuck. yeah i'm watching you marcus I'm watching him. I'm watching you, Marcus. So while he may be a great tactician, he got done in by one of his own family. So that's that's pretty damn that cold. Is cold. That, that is cold. That is cold, brother.
1: I mean, like, come yeah. on. That's a very disappointing episode of Maury Povich, right? You are the father, <laughs> and your son just
0: just betrayed you. Yo, I. But I I think in that run, he actually betrays his father because he falls in love with Captain Marvel. Oh, so eh, you, know. you know Carol Danvers. Hey, man, if it's if it's Brie Larson, I would betray my father hey, too. I mean, cause I love Brie Larson. Yeah, sorry, Dad. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. But let's get into Kang versus Captain America. Because during those very same King Wars, Kang actually goes one on one with the old man himself, the senior citizen, Captain (laughs) America, Steve Rogers. Uh. I love whenever people fight Captain America, I'm like, wow, I can't believe you would fight an old man. man. So, Um, war veteran, how could you? (laughs) Right? He served our country in World War II.
1: Hi there, young people. Nice day today.
0: So, you like kicking butts, do you? What? We'll show you, old man! Oh. There he is. Get him. Get him. Thanks to his battle suit, he's able to keep up with Captain America in combat, but Cap ultimately takes him down in the end, of course. Though nothing gets Cap madder than a tyrant bringing genocide to an entire planet. Oh yeah, he's I just...
1: bet Cap was like pissed off, right? Cap's got that fire inside. Yeah, he's got, got, can't that replicate that. got that America pride. replicate
0: Got that America pride. Justice and liberty, baby. Let's take down America. America. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh. And of course, we got uh, a showdown that a lot of people on the internet have come across uh, now that Kang is popular. Kang versus Thanos. Mm. Because we all know how powerful the man Thanos is. Like this man fought all the Avengers. He's uh, a multiple titan times. baby. He's by himself titan. he's a titan he's the mad titan mm-hmm. he's crazy he'll, he'll f- kill you the Mad titan did manage to beat the avengers and wipe out half of all life in the universe though he who remains showed us that kang merely allowed him to do that mm. but what would happen if they went toe-to-toe him? Mm. what would happen because in a recent comic run called avengers mech strike a young thanos without the infinity gauntlet teams up with the avengers to take on kang and well, uh, it doesn't go great for the uh, giant uh, purple people defeater because Kang unleashed the power of time onto Thanos and literally like pushes him through his entire ah. lifespan in like one second. Like, mm. someone call M. Night Shyamalan because your boy looking old. Mmm, interesting. Uh. <laughs> so it's like a
1: younger... He, he beat a younger Thanos who doesn't have the Infinity Gauntlet, but it's still pretty strong.
0: You know, Thanos without the Infinity Gauntlet is still very, very strong. Yeah, he yeah. Just, like He does not need the Infinity Gauntlet to beat your ass. So
1: it seems like Kang, like Thanos is like your brute force villain. He's smart, mm. but he's mainly uh, yeah. brute force. That's how mm-hmm. he gets things done. But I'm seeing a yeah. pattern here that Kang is very smart he's very tactical Mm -hmm. uh and he uses like his knowledge of time to his advantage okay okay
0: moving on we have kang versus uh the planet eater Mm. galactus oh like good god what a what a matchup because while kang hasn't exactly fought galactus directly in the comics there was a run in the marvel exiles where kang acquired the power of a dead galactus Mm. from another reality and then altered his desire for eating planets into a hunger for devouring entire realities because galactus wasn't hungry enough you know it's why not eat realities and thus we got the time eater because if you can't beat them while they're alive you know just wait till they're dead and then use their body as a weapon you know pretty smart move gang that is smart
1: i mean because like no one can really beat galactus i mean galactus is pretty tough if you're gonna fight him head on but you just wait till he dies
0: miss keisha miss keisha oh my god fing dead <laughs> yeah, easy. just wait till he dies and just use his body, he just like the collector said. Just like the collector said to Groot, he's like, "Hey, can I have your body at the time of your death?" Because like you're using it now. But like, yeah, I'll just take what and you got. Magnificent. <laughs> magnificent, magnificent, magnificent. <laughs> um, and let, now let's talk Kang versus Ultron because mm. this one is a little unfair to our boy Kang. What the language? language. MT. No, what did you say? What's up? Language. language? Um, but in a 1984 issue during the Secret Wars run. Dr. Doom is a little pissed off at Kang and orders Ultron to kill him and he does so pretty swiftly like you would think that Kang would have seen this coming but this was the Secret Wars so everything was a little bit screwed.
1: Maybe this was like the dumbest Kang out there.
0: Farewell. (laughs) The dumbest version of Kang. you pretty smart, the dumb. <laughs> Ding dang. Ding uh, dang. The Kang. <laughs> Ding dang, the dumb Kang. Um, OK, though, to be fair, Dr. Doom has also wondered if he himself is a Kang and doesn't really know it. So that's some weird, like, mind-bending stuff. Like, am I a king? Are you a Kang? Like, who is a Kang? Maybe we're all Kang. Put me on Maury The case
1: of one-year-old Aaliyah Bishop
0: you are a Kang. Exactly. We need a, a Kang test. You know, Kang we got bir- we have a birth test. 23 and me for Kangs. But since Kang is the master of time travel, he can't be sure that he isn't Kang from a different time. So maybe Kang ordered Ultron to kill himself during the Secret Wars. Checkmate! Oh, okay. Checkmate. So Kang's really up on it.
1: Yeah, because Doctor Ooh. Doom, the idea that, like, you're a Kang who, like, came back in time but maybe forgot or, like, mm. you've tricked yourself into not knowing you're a
0: Kang. Because, like, <laughs> Doctor Doom's related to Kang, right? Yeah, so Doctor Doom is potentially a an ancestor to uh, Kang. To Robert. Kang. Oh, okay. You're not my dad! Who knows? Like maybe it could be Kang being an ancestor to himself. But uh I personally like to think that um uh Doctor Doom and Nathaniel Richards kissed at one point oh. and uh they, they made a baby's just getting that. Okay. <laughs> there's uh, a reality where that <laughs> happens. Infinite reality is empty. Yes, there's a reality where me and Doctor Doom kiss and uh, it's oh very boy. passionate. You know, he's got that tight metal body. I hope I hope my gay MT variant is living the best life. I hope he's leading the, the pride parade in twenty twenty two. I hope so. Honestly. I we'll hope so. <laughs> Let's compare Kang to other MCU villains now because, okay. you know, we got Kang coming up and he's already gone toe-to-toe with, you know, two MCU villains already with Loki and Sylvie. Yo, I, I need a, we need to see Jonathan Major's contract because what does that look like? Dude, I hope it... What is... Does <laughs> he get paid for each Kang? <laughs> right? Like how, many, like, how many appearances do they have him signed up for? Because we're getting so many Kangs coming up. So, yeah. like, hopefully it's, a, it's about a hundred. Hopefully we get a hundred uh, Jonathan Kangs. Major appearances. I'm all about it. But yes, let's compare some uh, Kang to other MCU villains. Because how would Kang compare to other powerful villains we've seen in the MCU already? Because we can take a look at the celestial ego for what is Mm. in it. Because ego was an immensely powerful being with a plan to reshape the universe how he saw fit. He just decided, hey, uh, the universe doesn't have enough me in it. So let's just make it all me. Why not? However, he had spent a fair amount of his recent existence trying to make a celestial offspring to power his spores. So while Kang may not be able to beat a celestial hand to hand, he may be able to outsmart them or at least travel to a point when they are the most vulnerable and then defeat them with some futuristic weapon designed for killing celestials.
1: Yeah, like when Ego was just pulling himself together into a brain, right? Kang could just show mm-hmm. up and, like, squash him or something like that.
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to end this process. You've mm-hmm. been terminated.
1: Plus, like, as, as you pointed out, like, Kang has, he has, like, the, the knowledge of time and can move back and forth. So, you know, someone like Ego who has been alive for a long time uh, and has time to think about it and is patient and can wait, he still is kind of living in the moment, right? Because he doesn't know what the future holds. He has his plan exactly. and he's eager to get it done. He's waited millennia to get it done. So he's in a rush. But, like, Kang is just like, I can wait till the perfect moment. <laughs> and if I miss the moment, I can go back to it. Uh, exactly. And I'm like, you know, Ego got defeated by the Guardians of the Galaxy. What a bunch of a-holes, right? So, you know. What a bunch of a-holes. You know, he's not invaluable. Yes, he's a, a Celestial, but he was, like, kind of a
0: spare Celestial, like, off doing his own thing. I'm also wondering, with Kang, like, does Kang... Are, is already more powerful than the Celestials. Like, I have right. this feeling that Kang already in just by his nature by yeah. being outside of reality by being outside of the multiverse is already stronger than everybody within the universe so that includes celestials and like the uh, guardian gods as we see so like who knows like, i think that maybe kane could maybe go hand-to-hand with them and maybe just like take his powers away yeah i guess like, i
1: guess we'll have to see they haven't really told us because that's the one thing that celestials have is they exist beyond
0: universe endings right like they. Yeah, I think that's exactly what happened. They created by the first ever like eternity. Right. And he created the the uh, Celestials and the Aspirants and then they went on their war. So like, yeah, I think they do survive. This is deep. I'm not sure. I'm <laughs> getting that sinking feeling
1: in my stomach. Can we go back to talking about just like catastrophes yes. that in the world? <laughs> okay. So what about what about like a god? Like Hela? Oh, okay. how how does King okay. like match up to a god?
0: I would say same goes for a god like Hela because we've already seen can outmaneuver a host of variants in one particular god of mischief in season one of Loki. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, I guess he outsmarted every Loki ever, right? Every variant of Loki outsmarted. But, like, Hela Hela was, like, a pretty strong god, goddess. Oh, yeah. Uh, Very, very strong. But she was also able to be contained, right? Like, Odin kept her locked away. Uh, So, in theory, like Ken could find a way to lock her away or like go to a point in time when they developed a god gun that could shoot gods (laughs) uh, and just (laughs) yank that out and be like, boom, gotcha, caught you slipping
0: gotcha (laughs) gotcha slipping hella and k doesn't always need to defeat his foes because sometimes his plans are even more strategic because at one point in the comics he even attempts to capture and wed the celestial madonna in order to copulate and produce some powerful offspring to rule the universe like you know like ego styles women women love it when you just like capture them and marry them oh so it's it's the best thing you know (laughs) in the world it's like Not having the will to to make your own decisions. Mm. Women Mm. dig it. That's not true. Don't listen to, like, I don't want to give incels any ideas. (laughs) Like, hey, you're right. That's the most romantic pitch you would try on a woman. And it doesn't work out for Kang in the end, as the Avengers foil his plan to help with Rama Tut. But again, sometimes you're you're your own worst enemy. What is up up with, like, like,
1: Kang's turning against Kang's constantly?
0: It is a very common thing in in the comics, especially with Immortus, who, like, is constantly trying to, um, you know, foil his other Kangs.
1: Well, and they kind of set it up in Loki because uh, he who remains is like, you know, we just, we're always fighting each other. Every Kang wants to be the leader. So it's like, you can't trust any Kangs. Mm
0: -hmm. I think that that's why he finds you know this Loki's working together, so intriguing.
1: Right, because he can't work together with any of his Kangs. Oh. what about we got the Eternals coming up, right? Right. Is Kang stronger than an Eternal? I mean, it's I'm maybe he is. It sounds like he's smarter.
0: I mean, he's he definitely would know a lot more than the Eternal, which is kind of weird considering that the Eternals have been around for so long. Right. So like to have someone that is like has a one up on you. Because you're going through time the long way around. It's very interesting. Yeah, they're going so the like, slow
1: way. Kang's just jumping yeah. around, doing <laughs> it the fast way. He's speed reading time.
0: Yes. And so, like, there's a big chance that we will see um, a Ramatut Kang in the Eternals mm. film. Because, like, that film goes throughout the, yeah. the centuries throughout humanity's history. So, uh, it's possible that Ramatut will face off against the Eternals in ancient Egypt. But we will have to wait and see. But, to wrap everything up here, as we continue to head into the next phase of the MCU... Kang is very much shaping up to be, a, like, a powerful adversary in the MCU that we will be seeing very soon. And there won't just be one big bad this time like there was with Thanos. And our our heroes are probably going to be facing multiple Kangs from different realities. And each of them hell-bent on conquering it all. So, I can't wait for it. Oh, this man. This is a really interesting... Yeah, it
1: sounds super exciting, and I, I really like it. And this is a great, like, level up in storytelling, you know? We yes. Had, we had one big bad, and now we've got, like... So many of the same big bads. Yes, Ugh, it's like be crazy. it makes
0: me so happy that like the multiverse is now like a popular thing that everyone can grasp. Yeah, like everyone understands the concept because of Loki. Loki was literally multiverse one hundred one, like variants one hundred one. Like, what a very smart like Kevin Feige made this show specifically to prepare everyone very smart for what's coming next in Phase Four. So Kangi Feige, he taught us all about it. <laughs> Kangi Feige, he's a merit. He knows. <laughs> He knows the sacred timeline. But a great way for you and any of your variants to support new rock stars is by checking out our merch at newrockstarsmerch.com. We got a limited supply of Loki merch left, including a shirt featuring Mobius finally getting that jet ski ride he so desperately deserved in season one of Loki that we never got. Shame on you, everyone. We <laughs> involved him on the, the jet ski. Give him a jet ski. We need ski. the jet ski. Season two better start with the jet uh, ski. Like, I don't want anything ski. else. Just give me like 50 minutes of Mobius on a jet ski for episode one. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Um... Uh, <laughs> But we also have some exclusive Black Widow-inspired merch like this shirt. With all the Ooh, Black Widows nice. and, like little Russian, little and little nesting dolls. Things. I love it. It's so cute. I love it very so much. So cute. So um, deadly. It's a great way to support the channel and all the awesome content we pump out on the Sacred Timeline. So please head on over and check out all of our merch options over at NewRockStarsMerch.com. And before we dive into our bite-sized questions next, some words from the folks that help bring Big Question and all of our amazing programs to you. People like imperfect foods it's a busy time of year so it's okay that you're not perfect and guess what neither is food and that's where imperfect food comes in imperfect foods is a grocery delivery service that has created an entire line of sustainable groceries like pantry staples that taste delicious embrace imperfection and get your groceries delivered weekly with imperfect foods all you have to do is sign up personalize your weekly order, and then shop online each week and get sustainable groceries that help you invest in a better food system, all delivered to your front door. And in 2019, 35% of the food supply went unsold or uneaten in the US. Imperfect Foods is working to turn this around by sourcing foods that would otherwise fall through the cracks of our food system. To reduce waste, Imperfect Foods is the first grocery delivery company that makes it easy to return your packaging to them after every order. And right now, Imperfect Foods is offering our audience 20% off, your first four orders when you go to imperfectfoods.com and use promo code BIGQUESTION. Again, that's 20% off your first four orders. That's up to an $80 value at imperfectfoods.com using promo code BIGQUESTION. And we also wanna thank Upstart for sponsoring this video because so many Americans experienced financial hardship in the last year. And Upstart can help you regain your footing and get things back on track because Upstart is a fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. So whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, funding personal expenses over half a million people have used upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. Upstart knows that you are more than just your credit score and it's expanding access to affordable credit. Because unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate. With a five minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between 1,000 to $50,000. And you can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. So find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash big question. That is Upstart. and don't forget to use our URL to let us know that we sent you. And loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided on your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash big question today and uh, get your loan shit figured out. (laughs) get your money okay all right it is time for our (laughs) bite-sized questions of the day brandon you ready oh i'm ready mt i got some good answers for you okay i got a question for you brandon what the question the first question of the day is what is the strangest real world cameo in comics
1: oh buddy this is a good (laughs) question i mean over the years there have been
0: plenty of
1: strange real world cameos in comic books from like actors and athletes to musicians and historical figures i went through a ton there's like so many look these up because they're hilarious and weird uh but these are some of okay. my favorites that i found okay uh in the 1970s okay, superman boxed muhammad ali which seems <laughs> I remember completely that. unfair
0: it seems completely like unfair, I, right I, I mean i i'm not from the 70s but like that's an iconic comic. Right, i've right. seen like it's like around cover, the internet. the
1: covers like superman versus muhammad ali yeah spoiler alert muhammad ali wins i don't know how oh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the, it's the kryptonite fist, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, yes, I think, I think some fist. bookies paid Superman to take a dive or something like that. Soups, <laughs> you're going to go down in the fourth round, okay? Otherwise, I'm going to break Lois' legs. <laughs> this, is a, this is another good one. Eminem, the rapper, uh, teamed, oh. up, teamed up with the Punisher. Uh, oh! <laughs> and they weren't just out there spitting fire lyrics. I mean, the cover has Eminem with like a gun, like a Uzi. It's crazy. <laughs> eminem like i guess loves, that would make sense yeah he like loves comics he's made a lot of references to it but it's so funny uh this one i thought was really wow. funny uh in ultimates number four from 2002 you know mark millar's like ultimates run great stuff love yeah. it really inspired yeah. the mcu a lot um oh, sure, but it's sure. revealed that uh uh hulk's you know main lady betty ross she's like on a date with uh freddie prince jr <laughs> and it like pisses off the Hulk and uh, the, the panel is like the Hulk screaming like Freddie Prinze Jr <laughs> and like they asked Freddie Prince Jr about it in like 2014 and he had like a funny he said like you know bring it on Hulk or whatever but it's just funny like what a weird thing also a weird fact wow. about Freddie Prince Jr he was a writer for the WWE like in really? the late 2000 like in the 2010s or something like that yeah he he likes wrestling wow. and he was a writer like very weird
0: Brady Prince Jr. It's just
1: funny, like the whole being like Brady Prince Jr. Wait,
0: was this like after like the Scooby Doo movie? Was this like around that time? Yeah, I mean, this was two thousand
1: two. <laughs> he was really popular at the time. Uh,
0: <laughs> the whole Betty Ross,
1: Bill, the <laughs> uh, they just went on a date i mean we don't know what happened
0: though, okay <laughs> uh
1: the fantastic four met the beatles i mean that's very fun right i uh, mean hey
0: if you're gonna be a time traveling family why not yeah yeah the beatles? um there's
1: <laughs> of course presidents have shown up in the comics a lot uh obama mm-hmm. was in a spider-man comic uh, uh george bush i think uh george bush jr george w bush mm-hmm. he showed okay. up in like a uh comic. He had to like lick Magneto's boot or something like that. <laughs> like Magneto wow. like, took control. And, uh, I don't think the writers were happy with George W. at the time. <laughs> you know sure he's like painting now but the man's a war criminal look it up look it up Uh,
0: i mean uh superman
1: superman has met both like bill and hillary clinton uh and he also met jfk though he wasn't faster than that spriging bullet you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah and i think i'm not completely sure but i think he met jfk like after he was assassinated. it's weird um that's kind of weird it's just kind of weird. uh and Ab- this is the weirdest one like abraham lincoln teamed up with spider-man and captain america in like a comic book which is very strange the cover is
0: great uh very weird. wow um oh, oh god i i need to read that one because that sounds like a great very demo, strange I, I think
1: this was at, like the height of like abraham lincoln vampire hunter fun times <laughs> kind of thing we were really having fun with abraham lincoln a few years ago uh okay. superman saved orson wells once that was very fun oh. uh, okay. rodney dangerfield took over for tony stark in the iron man suit but it was just to like tell some jokes uh at like a thing he didn't go around fighting okay uh kiss the knights in satan's service uh the band kiss they've appeared in both howard the duck and archie comics so they've crossed that
0: makes that makes sense they, yes. they've crossed like different
1: <laughs> uh comic boundaries uh, David Letterman interviewed the Avengers uh, once, okay, and this is, this is the weirdest one. This one is very strange. Uh, okay. Charles Barkley played basketball against Godzilla. Okay, I
0: thought you were gonna say Superman or something no, it was against like Godzilla. God.
1: And you might be thinking, oh, so Godzilla <laughs> was small, right? No, 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 no. Charles Barkley got like some weird magic silver dollar from a fan, and it made him huge.
0: Oh, okay. So, this so is based then they on play basketball, gotcha. like
1: in a yeah. They, then they play bas- like giant sized basketball, which I don't understand how
0: Godzilla knew the
1: rules of basketball. It's not fair to Godzilla. You know what I mean?
0: Seriously, uh, like I, I like to think there was like an hour where Godzilla was yeah. explaining the rules of basketball. Like, I, I mean, Charles I barely rules understand the of rules Godzilla. of
1: basketball. Like you know, I'll be at a basketball game and they'll be, they'll blow the whistle and I'll be like, "That's a foul." I'm like what, what? What? I don't know what happened. I think I, <laughs> Um, and I think back, I think Godzilla gets some, like, Nikes in the end or something, like giant shoes. Oh, word? Very strange. Oh, damn. So, yeah. I would love
0: to see what, what size uh, Godzilla wears in <laughs> So, Nikes. yeah, those are, like, the weirdest,
1: the weirdest, my favorite, like, kind of real-world cameos in comic books. But go look them up. There's a ton
0: of them. Okay, I got another question for you, Okay, Doc. Here's another one. What other versions of Rick and Morty have we seen that don't look like the normal Rick and Morty? For example, Hammer Morty and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And this is from iaj smith 24 on discord so thank you
1: yes AJ yes thank you iaj smith so many always asking good questions and you know you kind of laid it out but we'll assume like a normal rick and morty is like the humanoid versions which we mostly see like humanoid versions of them um right. but you know since rick and morty has established like there's infinite you know universes with like infinite possibilities any type of rick and morty you could imagine exists uh, but we we have seen a few. But if you dream it,
0: it's possible. You know what I mean? Yes, kids. Remember that if you dream it, You it's can possible. achieve it.
1: You you could do so. You you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. Uh, but here's some of our favorite like non-humanoid weird Rick and Mortys we've seen over the years. Of course, IJ Smith pointed out uh, Hammerhead Morty, which we saw in close close Rick counters of the Rick kind. Uh, And that one, too, we also saw Alien Rick and Morty, you know, just kind of like very green looking alien guys. You might remember from Rick Potion number nine, there's like the Cronenberg universe. So we had Cronenberg, uh, Rick and Morty Um, (laughs) and then Tales of the Citadel. We also saw Lizard Rick and Morty. You see Lizard uh, Morty is one of the main guys that the kind of like stand by me storyline. But there is like a Lizard Rick like crawling in the background somewhere that you can find. Uh, And then Tales of the Citadel. We also saw like a fish. Version of Rick and Morty, or like a merman kind of version, Aqua, Aqua, mm-hmm. Rick and Morty. Uh, and then oh, there's. I'm fishy
0: Rick. <laughs> fish, <Sorry>. fish Rick. <laughs> uh,
1: and then the episode Edge of Tomorty, Rick Die, Rick Pete. <laughs> Great name. Great movie. Great name. Uh, I love
0: that movie. There's a so few
1: good. weird iterations we see in that one when he's kind of jumping. Uh, into his different like clones, though most of them were fascist, You know it's a problem. It happens a lot uh, in
0: the multiverse, apparently.
1: Yeah, it, it, you know it happens. Uh, <laughs> we of course see like Ra- Wasp Rick and Morty in that horrifying scene where they eat the teacher alive, which yes. is just like he's screaming for his babies, and they start eating his babies. It's just terrible. Ugh. We see like Teddy rated G Fun, <laughs> rated G. We see like Teddy Bear Rick, who's like straight up fascist already, and then of course we see Shrimp rick and morty uh again fascist. most important versions the most important and most <laughs> delicious versions um so and then if you go into like the rick and morty comics there's like even more there's like a cat morty you see at some yes. point and like all sorts and then there's like the pocket morty's mobile game which has even like way weirder versions of morty you don't see different versions of rick but you see like all the weird mortys and you can assume that there's yes. a rick to match, like morty there's probably the <laughs> i don't know how canon like the, the game is but yeah there's like a yeah. ton there so we've seen some really cool ones some weird ones but we'll probably see a few more before the, the
0: season's over huh yeah i would imagine so but like also you mentioned the rick and morty comics hmm. anybody who loves rick and morty and does not read the rick and morty comics you are missing out like them? on basically more seasons of rick and morty like they are fantastically written comics they're hilarious it's literally like you're watching a storyboard of a rick and morty episode but it's like fully drawn out and yeah. like it's spot on one-to-one like it's fantastic when so you're please. reading
1: it do you do the voices in your head can you just yes the like it's it's <laughs> hard
0: not to because it's so well written it's such good shit so anybody out there please go read the rick and morty yeah you get they're very very funny but yes now it is time for one of my favorite segments of the mm-hmm. show it's the box of scraps the uh, the, box of the box of scraps the box of scraps the boss is <laughs> strong. <Sorry. laughs> <laughs> 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 oh, okay, so today's better. so today's box of scraps question is if you had to go back in time and conquer any time period, any time period, where would you go and how would you conquer, Brandon?
1: Hmm. Mm, that's a great question, MT. Well, I think, you know, to make up for my uh, you know, my my horrible white ancestry i would go back uh you know to early uh native american times uh, the indigenous people of, of north america and i would help them fend off all these colonists colonialists coming in and stuff uh and you know it'd be pretty easy because i you know they were living hunting gatherers like having a nice time you know i would just bring a little bit of my modern knowledge in. now i'm not very smart uh but i think <laughs> i could give them a few heads up like hey don't trade the blankets uh yeah. let's get some mold going <laughs> let's get some penicillin out of that uh and fight <laughs> off some of these diseases that are coming uh because you know i don't know if you know this, MT, but like there's like evidence that uh just before the kind of colonialists came in the kind of 1600s that did the settling and really laid the groundwork that um there was a big period of die-off around the in- indigenous people from other kind of diseases that were going around and that's why North America and the Americas hadn't been colonized before. Cause like the there's evidence that like the Vikings were showing up, you know, way right. before like the Europeans came and uh the Spanish came and stuff. And they would show up and the Native Americans would just like fight them off and be like, You can trade with us, but you're not staying. You know what I mean? Yeah. But by the yeah. time like, you know, the pilgrims start showing up, there had been this like massive die-off, so they didn't have the numbers to fight off people anymore. And so you know, the Europeans start showing up. They find these big empty areas that had been cleared out because the people who lived there were gone now. Uh, but they're like, mm. "Oh, this is a great place to set up shop." And then the Native Americans were like, "Well, we've we've had some tough times. We need to do some trading and like build up our numbers." And then they got screwed. Okay, yeah. So I'd be there to yeah. be like, "Hey, guys, we got to keep these people <laughs> out of here." I'm on your side because <laughs> that was the other thing. Like these col- you know, the Pilgrims and the colonists would show up, and like people would run away and join the Native Americans because they were living great lives kicking it back hunter gathering the women had a lot Chilling. of autonomy and power in there and they hated yeah. being with the colonists and the colonists would actually go grab these people and drag them back into like the areas <laughs> uh because they were like we need your help building a society yeah. like no i want to go look at right. these people they're having a great time they know how to live just with trying their to hands. berries dog yeah to be just try to eat berries <laughs> smoking the peace pipe we're having a good time right uh, so Have you heard yeah. of
0: something called marijuana? Yeah. It's pretty great.
1: Yeah, I don't know. If <laughs> Get you've, off me! Have you ever heard of like Jonestown, where it was like this big mystery where this town, like dis- all these colonists, disappeared, and they don't know what happened. A lot of people think mm. that like they probably just ran off, and they're like, F- Europe, you know, screw England. <laughs> uh, we don't like the Dutch. We're out of here. We're joining You're the Native Americans. So that's where that's where I would go. Totally rewrite history. Uh, and you know, we, no more shopping malls. We're living with the land forever. Teepees in Buffalo. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great.
0: Hey man, that's a that's a really good one. Yeah, I'm gonna write oh some
1: wrongs. Yeah, I'm gonna write some wrongs. Hey,
0: I I appreciate it. You know, all all of us brown folks would appreciate it if you go went back in time and gave Christopher Columbus a wedgie. Oh, That'd I would be uh, really kick great. His ass, dude. <laughs> Screw that guy. Screw that guy. Honestly, straight Ugh, up. What a monster. Uh, terrible person. Terrible monstrous person. man. Ugh. You know, yeah, I would conquer ancient Rome. Yeah, If I went back in time, I would conquer ancient Rome just so, A, I could stop the whole gladiator thing. Mm. Because looking back, that's terrible. <laughs> like, they made people fight to the death. Yeah. It's just really terrible. But, like, ancient Rome, that's, like, a really good time to, to come in and take over a whole empire. I'm yeah, am that was a huge empire that was assembled. So if I just came in with my iPhone and be like, hey, 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 hey check out my future technology and like my knowledge of like i don't know vaccines and sicknesses even though i wouldn't know i mean there's no I've,
1: internet to connect to empty. You got this the is true. <laughs> also when that battery dies it's gonna be tough it's
0: like it's like i need to come back i need to google something because i want to go to 2021 google something and then come but back. i think if you know
1: um, it's, it's not like you're instantly transported if you know you're gonna go back in time you study mm-hmm. up a little bit maybe you take a couple years you'll learn a little roman history learn about the problems like no you know, i just need
0: to play assassin's creed you know play Assassin's, creed. assassin's creed, be <laughs> enzio
1: know which know which rooftops you gotta jump on
0: uh you'll exactly. be fine i'm bringing my copy of assassin's creed to <laughs> the roman times and i'm gonna play it right in front of their faces and They're maybe, gonna be like oh my god he's a wizard <laughs> a solar generator maybe a solar generator too." Right? exactly what are those because that that would definitely help me with my uh, wi-fi problems uh for sure uh <laughs> So I would choose Ancient Rome. I like it. Um, but that is it for this episode of Big Question. I want to thank off-screen producer Brandon for joining me this episode, as like he is fantastic. Show him some love in the comics and follow him at Grin and barrack on Twitter if you want to see what he's up to on the, the interwebs. Not if you much. Follow me. Not too much. <laughs> Follow him anyway because he's amazing and we all love Brandon. We love you, Brandon. I love you, MT. This is uh, so much fun. You can follow me at Mastertainment if you want to see me tweet some weird shit. But most importantly, subscribe to new rock stars here on YouTube and make sure to hit that notification bell so you can get notifications whenever we upload dope shit, which is pretty much every day. So, thank you guys so much for watching and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>